0: Oh! what's up everybody welcome to that's how you feel it's your host jacob rose and i, I got two two very close friends with me today first Quinlin, introduce yourself
1: what's up everybody you know it's me you know this voice you love this voice you crave this voice wow. it's,
0: Quinlan, it's the co-host you know we're in the house let's get it okay and another another guy so it's my freshman year roommate nice roommates with quinn because i guess you don't mess with me like that but <laughs> Uh That's this is also Jacob as well, but we just call him Gil. Gil, introduce yourself.
2: What's up guys? Quinn's roommate right now. Uh <laughs> here
0: to here to shake it up a little bit. Okay, okay, okay. How you guys feeling today?
1: Oh man, I'm stressing. I'm not gonna lie. There's a lot of stuff going on right now. That's how you feel? That's how I feel, man. There's just, you know, we got a lot of sports going on. We got a lot of actually no, we ain't got we ain't got shit for music right now, but you know, we got the big election. It's hard to Got Corona. Oh, my gosh. It's crazy. Uh,
0: speaking of COVID, just want to let all the fans out there know they got me, man. What did? So you won't see me out at all. You're, you're be, positive? You said what? You're positive? I'm positive, man. Gosh. Yeah, but Christ I will defeat this. I'll be back better than ever. Jeez. Um since you mentioned the election, how about when you start us off talking a little bit about the election?
1: Yeah, so for those of you who are dumb and don't don't pay attention to uh, what's going on in the world, uh there's a presidential election going on. Uh right now, it's between Joe Biden and president current president Trump. Um, and you know, we got six states right now that have not been called. Uh one is Alaska, which is gonna go to Trump. It's only three electoral votes, but they're just Taking their sweet ass time and getting those those results back, um, and then we got Nevada, which is really really important because if Biden wins Arizona and Nevada, he wins the pres he gets the presidency. Uh, but Nevada Nevada got Sid the sloth processing these uh these votes right now, so they're also being really really slow. The sloth from yeah, Zootopia. Yeah, uh, sloth from Zootopia. Oh my gosh. Uh, <laughs> Um, and then also, Pre- Pennsylvania is really, really close, too close to call. Uh, lots, a lot of votes left to come in from there. North Carolina. North Carolina's not supposed to have results for like another week or something because people are still mailing it. Like the, the when they mail them the votes on election day, they're still coming in. Um, also, Georgia. It's pretty big. It's uh, really, really close there too, but hopefully we we'll start to get to see some results in soon. But uh, right now, it's really, really close. Joe Biden has a lead uh, in the Electoral College, 253 to 214. Um, and the state we all live in went for Joe Biden. This is a state that President Trump won in 2016, but it flipped for Biden. So,
0: Before we go into it any further, I just want to say I feel kind of cool that uh, I contributed to Wisconsin going blue. It felt kind of cool to see it. You know, like when I saw however million at the screen you know that uh um dicaprio meme how he's like pointing at the screen yeah, yeah, that was, like, yeah. me pointing at the screen like oh i'm one of those numbers yeah so that kind of felt kind of cool you know
2: is this your first election
0: yeah yeah i'm, I'm a young boy i'm too yeah
2: oh you're too quick okay
0: yeah i missed about like a month yeah
2: yeah
1: um but milwaukee was pretty big milwaukee was really really big in wisconsin going blue, blue they had like all the absentee ballots coming at the end like a hundred something thousand, like 60,000 I think uh, came in like right at the end and then Biden was behind and then those absentee ballots pushed him up. So it's kind of big.
0: Um,
1: But we got some other, uh, some other not necessarily post election news, but other news going on when we're starting the election. Uh, Trump claimed victory. He, well, falsely claimed victory because he hasn't reached two hundred seventy yet. Um, Biden said he's on the path to victory. Uh, Something that Trump said, I think before, I think it was in the 2016 election, but he also said it in 2020 in this election, um, that if he loses, like, the whatever system it is is up to get him, and it's not right. And so he's calling, he's saying it's voter fraud, he's saying that the votes shouldn't, it's um, telling him to stop counting the votes. Um, he's actually suing states to stop counting votes. Pennsylvania, um, he already filed something. Uh, in Michigan and in Georgia, they just missed... The cases, this um, to his claims, um, but you know, it's giving people a lot of voices or a lot of uh, a lot of reason to to doubt what is the system that's going on. So there's protesters uh, in Arizona, Nevada, everywhere in the country where votes are still being counted. Right outside, like right outside these buildings where these people are, where are right outside these buildings where these votes are being counted. So I don't know. Can you imagine being like a worker and you just hear like. Oh fuck the fuck the system all this you're just like, screaming in your ear. it would be ear.
0: a very toxic environment to be honest. Plus, just like you uh, I'd
1: be I'd be worried. You mean like getting in my car when I go home.
0: Yeah. But- people do get actually like crazy around this time of the year. Well, this time for elections like I mean, you know, riots could happen, you know, people could go wild, you know. Anything in this day and age in 2020 you could see go wrong to be honest. Yeah, it's just
1: crazy. Um, so got that going on. Also, the Senate race right now uh, is currently in ref- favor of the Republicans. I think the Republicans are supposed to have like a one or two um, seat lead in the Senate, which is really, really, really big and really, really important um, because when you have a bill that comes to the Senate, all they need is majority. So that was a big win for the, the Republicans. Um, and if we have a Joe Biden presidency, it'll make things harder for you know the senate and the president to kind of work together so um big win for the republicans there uh the democrats right now control the house um i think by like 12 seats or something like that and so that's good for them but having that senate be a republican is really really um good for the republicans um but we have a question here jay do you want to get us into this question
0: uh, oh, no. for, like, I want to ask, did you guys see what uh, Bernie Sanders said on Jimmy Fallon?
1: Uh,
0: Oh, yeah, I did. Just recently. Well, it was like, yeah, like a few days ago. He literally said, like, everything that just happened these past few days, that uh, all of the, like, he said Democrats are going to send in mail and ballots and then Republicans are going to vote at the polls the day of. And then later that night, well, during the counting, it's going to look like Trump's winning, which it did, kind of, yeah. Even though Joe had more, like, things, but he was leading in more states. And then he said Trump's going to come out and pretty much declare that he's won. And then the next day, a lot of the mail-in ballots are going to get counted, and then Joe Biden's going to take the lead. So I thought it was kind of crazy how he, he pretty much predicted what was going to happen. Like some stuff right there. Yeah. But for the question I have, I see, you know, I read Twitter a lot, and a lot of people, I don't know, not ask me in particular, but I hear a lot of people that talk about it, and they ask if they should abolish the Electoral College. So, Gil, I'm going to ask you first. What do you think about that? I mean, um, I think it
2: can be something that's entertained. I don't, I don't think it should be, necessarily. I think it gives too much power to the states that have major cities. Um, because the way Arkansas versus California should be governed should probably be different based on um, just the area they're in, but it could be entertained. Um, I definitely see the interest in it.
1: Um, I'm torn. I really don't know because on one hand it does give like people who live in rural areas a voice and you know we live in a country where all voices should matter. Um, and people who aren't like gill said like live in big cities um their voice like won't. well i don't know it doesn't really like it's a it, uh, it's a it's a tough situation it's a lot of give and take for both um but at the end of the day like you look at like when you really break it down and you have the popular vote you have one candidate who has more votes than the other candidate and like in your head you're like then they <laughs> yeah like they wouldn't be probably you know what i mean like more people in this country want this person to be president than this person so in that argument like when you really break it down um i think it should be but i don't know but like the electoral college is like it's kind of fun to watch sometimes like, see like the map but like all day and you're like oh blue state here red state i don't know like that's kind of cool and you have like little like 270 bar at the top and it candidates are like racing oh it's kind of like exciting
0: but what do you think about maybe changing the amount of uh like points each state like controls so like places that have like you know different types of population and stuff So like california's got 55. Like, do you think california should have 55 you know they got 20 more than you know the next um well they do it based on population yeah so. yeah, yeah but i mean populations like definitely changed since it kind of, uh, uh, it you're saying just like you visit the populations, yeah. like yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think they could do that for sure. Yeah. But you think they should keep the Electoral College like overall?
1: I don't know. I really don't know. I think there's benefits to keeping it and benefits to not keeping it. But if it was up to me, I think I
0: would get rid of it. But it's it's close. I definitely see both sides. What do you think, Jay? Um. You know, when I first, because I'm not the biggest in the politics. So I remember uh, when Trump ran the first year, so back in 2016. And that was like the first, you know, presidential debate I was in the U.S. for. I didn't pay attention to any of the states. I just found out he won back to both years. And I was like, okay, cool. And then Trump ran and I'm looking at the votes and I'm like, What the heck? Like Hillary has more votes. Why isn't she winning? And then I figure out there's these electoral college votes. I'm kind of just confused. So at first I was like, this is kind of stupid. But when you think about it, like Quinn mentioned the rural areas that, you know, want their voice heard too. Because, you know, not everybody knows where that is. Because, you know, when you look at like the map, you see most of the blue places are like, you know, major cities with a lot of people. And the most of the red places are, you know, different types of areas, like the rural areas. But I don't know. I think that the Electoral College does, you know, do justice, I guess. I mean, you could probably, you know, change it a little bit. But as a whole, I think that they should keep it.
2: So,
0: but, you know. Who am I to say what they should do in politics? You know, I'm just freaking 21 years old. I don't, I don't know much. <laughs> hey, you know you know things, Jay. Yeah, don't I doubt. know. But, you know, we'll wait, we'll wait for me to go crazy when we get to sports. You know, politics, you know, mm. I'll, I'll take a pass. But, you know, for itself, I'll go crazy. But, as I mentioned before, like, politics, politics. You guys, make sure you follow what's going on in the world right now. But... COVID is still a thing, and obviously your boy got it, Mm -hmm. but here, is this in Wisconsin? No, that's nationwide. I was going to say, that's a lie, (laughs) but yeah, nationwide, uh, COVID spiked more than 100,000 cases, I mean, Mm -hmm. just like I said earlier, you know, I was proud to be a part of uh, the number that made Wisconsin blue, but I'm not proud of being a part of this 100,000 spike of COVID since Halloween weekend. Because, uh, would I say I was unsafe? No, I think I, I took the good precautions. Wore my mask when I went out. But COVID got me. And, you know, it's just how it is, man. It's tough Hope you're doing well, man. You know, scary, it's scary out there. Yeah, it is. It's tough for the boy, you know. Got to stay indoors for the next couple weeks.
1: We got to do this show on Zoom.
0: Yeah. But... You. you both had COVID. What was your experience with COVID? I did. I uh, You go first.
2: Um. Yeah, Quinn and I both had it early July. Um. Fortunately, we were, had pretty tame symptoms. I know, Um. I think Quinn had a little bit more seer than I did, but still uh, pretty manageable. Lost my smell for a couple of days. Sort of just felt fatigued, but uh, other than that, Pretty normal. It's kind of crazy because Quinn tested positive. I mean, if he hadn't, I mean, or well, you heard from a friend that they did. So you went mm-hmm. to get tested. And then so I went to get tested and obviously positive. But had you not tested positive, I don't think yeah. we would have I mean, symptoms are so mild, you probably wouldn't have even noticed them.
1: Right. I think also like the biggest thing that I felt wasn't when I actually had COVID, it was when like the days and weeks after I had it. I mean, I tried to go, me and Mikey tried to, my friend Mikey tried to go, um, try to run hills like the day, at, like the day or two after like, our quarantine ended. And I went up like one or two of them. And I'm like, yeah, like this is, this is just not, this is not right. Like I should not be this tired already, I'm not that out of shape. So I think that was probably the biggest, like the biggest effect on me was when I like tried to like run, like do all these things and I couldn't do them. Um, but yeah. So yeah, that's
0: all I got to say about that. Well, for me, if you're not gonna but whatever. For me, uh like yesterday I got a positive test within an hour of getting tested. So it kinda sucked, but it was kinda obvious. Um uh, yesterday I was sick. Like I was really only sick for probably one day. Like I kinda had a headache, a fever, stuffed nose, a little bit of a cough. Didn't have a sore throat to though. This morning had a stuffed nose, but, you know, after I, like, got up and ate food with no taste, I felt fine. And since then, I don't feel sick at all. Like, I feel like I could go run a marathon low-key. Probably not, but I feel like I could. I <laughs> uh Yeah, you know, no smell and taste is, it's not it whatsoever. Like, it's so bad. <laughs> I, don't I, I, I
1: usually try to smack on some food,
0: just can't even. Yeah. You know, I love food. I like eating. But it's just hard to not even taste it. It's just, you just feel like what it feels like in your mouth. And I mean that kind of sounds weird, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. just like I mean if I got blindfolded and somebody put something in front of me and I started eating it, no idea what it was. I could it's try to tell by the texture, but it could honestly be anything. Yeah. Yeah, so uh first game. Yeah. But that's enough of COVID and politics. Let's get to something we all love. Some music. Not loving these drops as of lately, but yeah, um garbage. Your music's that's, been whack. So there. Before uh, before, Gil, since you're new to the show, tell tell us uh that's how you feel, uh fans. Like what, what type of music you like to listen to? Favorite artist, you know, favorite song. Listen to.
2: Yeah. Um, my number one artist is Juice world Okay. Uh, R. I. P. Yeah, RIP. He's been my number one listen to artist for I think last two years. He probably will be this year. um It's a tough one, but his music's still good. uh Then a lot young thug, which uh, can I get some pushback from a lot of times, but hey, I'll rep him. He's one of the most creative minds in the music right now. Um, those are probably my two most played artists. I also listen to a lot of country, a lot of, like, um, I don't know, what do you call it, like, Mumford and Sons yeah. Need to Breathe folk music. Not really folk, but, um, yeah, that's kind of what I'm into. A lot of emo rap. I got to get some hate e- for that sometimes. I- but I was waiting for that word. Emo rap, yeah. Well, that was coined by you for me, but it's true. let's saw a quote. I think it was from... Uh, I remember it says I'm happiest when I listen to sad music so, so not that
0: I so you know. like you're, you being your feels or just the type of no music? no no
2: that's not what it that's not what it means it's not like feels music really I think that's more like um R&B not necessarily doesn't have to be but can be like late night like Drake um it's not really like that. I don't know how to describe it. It can be morbid sometimes, but I don't know if you ever listen to Juice World's music. It talks a lot about yeah. drug use, and but it's good. I like it. Since um, you got a break... sorry, I, I, sorry. No, I
0: was about to ask. <laughs> okay, you could ask. ask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. we we talked about this
1: before on the show. Um, and Jay and I both agree on this, and I think you will too. But we just have to ask anyway because you're a, a a new addition to the show. Does Aubrey
2: Graham miss? Sure. I, you think every single every single song he's ever came out with has been a hit? Is that would that would that equal a miss if one song wasn't a hit?
1: I will say I've listened. I, I I'm always happy happy listening to Drake. It doesn't
2: matter what song it is.
1: I'll play Ratchet Happy Birthday, and won't even be my birthday.
2: I'm well, not uh, song though. You know, like you're you're saying, you're saying though, like also i feel like it's a pretty subjective question because i could say juice world never misses but obviously you guys wouldn't feel that way
1: yeah when you look at aubrey graham and the following he has yeah. look at his work look so, at the
0: work he puts in he is
1: such he's one of the most played artists like of all time
0: i'm not doubting
2: that no i love drake i'm not if i'm if not arguing
1: like follow music or listen to music and they know who drake is yeah i, I understand question is.
0: This podcast doesn't miss. He would have just said, No, nah, he doesn't miss. <laughs> but, you know, we can talk about that another time. But, uh, yeah, this, um, this music is kind of garbage. I mean, it's okay. We got the we got famous Nath that we was talking about. What was that last week? Him and no, all his twins.
1: Yeah, him and French Montana.
0: No. <laughs> <laughs> and who we liked better, but. I mean, I kind of like Nav. I don't even know who this Wheezy guy is, to be honest. It's
2: Weezy Ali. I don't feel like it's justified. Oh, uh, is that who it is, Queen? Actually,
1: yeah, I think so. Oh, okay. So it's well,
2: like Wheezy produce, produces a lot of his music, but I don't think it's only him. Okay, well, okay. It's a Nav
1: Metro Boom collapse. I think it's the same with like yeah. Nav. Okay,
2: well, Metro Boomin's on a lot of Nav songs too.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, I think we went from we were gonna recap a little bit last week. That little Dirk song, that was good. That was fire. That was a good R and B. Oh yeah. R and B like late night drive.
0: I thought it was, I thought it was really solid. Oh, you went on a late night drive to it? I did. Yeah, I
1: Something did. You
0: want to tell us about it? no, nah, you good? Just me
1: and. Me being the happiest when I'm listening to sad music. That's all it is. Okay, okay.
0: Respect. Respect. Gil, do you um, like Do I like what? Are you a Trippy Red fan?
2: Yeah. I'm a big Trippy Red fan.
0: Okay, well I'm not a Trippy Red fan at all, so Surprise how about me. Uh, you re you recap his album first?
2: I think his album is exactly what his music has been the last like year year and a half. I mean he said his artists and I'll get into like what that means, but like artists like him, these young artists, the newer guys um, have like five or six albums out and they've only been in the music scene for like four years, five years, and real, real big for that long. And which I don't think that's a good combination. I think his albums starting off were really strong. And sort of that, was, that music that came out our senior year of high school, freshman year, sophomore year of college was really good. And that's what made me fall in love with Trippy Red's music. But this latest stuff, feels just sort of rushed, sort of like I've made it to the mountaintop and now I don't need to climb anymore. Um, there's still like a couple of good songs in every album. I mean, there's 25 songs he always puts out. So you're bound to find a couple of good ones. I like Excitement with Party Next Door. It's a pretty good one. If you're on TikTok, you've maybe heard it. It's on TikTok sometimes, but um, yeah, it's it's just bland couple of good songs but that's kind of how his last two or three albums have been
0: mm-hmm. that's unfortunate i'm sorry
2: i'm not like a die-hard trippy fan so i'll get over it but
1: well speaking of some more emo rap we have uh little skies dropping skies isn't emo rap. i think he's emo rap i don't he, know he has that like kind of electro voice to be like
2: no emo <laughs> raps like Trippy Juice World, E or well, I didn't
0: even know emo rap was a thing until today. So, <laughs> what do you think? What would you classify Little Skies as?
2: Just normal rap. He's know. like this he, he, doesn't, he doesn't really sing at all in his in his music. A lot of emo rap has like guitars and drums, like punk rock in it.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And those guys have that.
0: with Lennon Cube could be emo rap. You think? Yeah, you know that is right. Yeah, I think that could be. I mean, like, I would put that in the same category as like a Juice World song. That's crazy, but
2: <laughs> yeah. I yeah, mean, he sure, could have a couple man. songs here and there, but I wouldn't, I mean, his songs aren't, aren't particularly morbid or like that sad.
0: Yeah, I agree. I feel like he has a few songs that are like that though. Yeah. But for the most part, he's just, you know, like a regular rapper. Yeah, I mean, I guess, yeah. But he yeah. has songs that follow along those lines
2: you think St. John is emo rap? No. no. He's kind of closer to the emo punk side. He's like, I would say he's more um, like emo rock punk rock pop. Rock. Yeah, like rock, pop, rock, I don't know what sure, to call sure. that. But he's not really rap at all. But he has a lot of people that feature in his songs that will rap. So, I mean, he's definitely mixed into the genre, but maybe not exclusively. No.
1: He has an album coming up. I'm really excited for that. He released a song last week um which i thought was really good here was called sucks to be you mm-hmm. so I thought that was pretty good but he has an album coming up i don't know when exactly maybe within i think before the end of 2020.
0: but young thug's coming out with an album soon Do you like excited for that or what it's
2: coming out with an album soon
0: okay.
2: i said he's always coming out with an album soon i'll believe it comes out when it actually comes out but i will be excited for it yeah Okay.
0: okay 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 is there
2: any, like, features you want to see with him? Um. Not necessarily, I think. Thugger kind of features with everybody. I don't want there to be an A bogey feature. I love the two of them, but they don't mesh at all. I would like to see a Machine Gun Kelly feature. Um But they had one on uh, his last album. The song Ecstasy, which was awful. It was just a weird. It was like one of those Thugger songs where he just says the word ecstasy like over and over and over and over and over. Um but if it's anything like Machine Gun Kelly's recent album, then
1: Thugger's also been he's always been a feature. I feel like he's so known for being featured in songs.
2: Yeah.
1: Like when he puts out an album, I'm almost like kind of like to, uh, you don't see it very often. It's like when Tali Dallas signed up to that, his album, I was like kind of surprised about it. Not like surprised, but it's just he's so I'm so used to like them only being in a song for like 20 30 seconds.
2: Yeah, because every album that comes out has a thugger feature. Yeah, I kind of wish that wasn't the case, but you know, yeah,
1: yeah, as a whole, I feel like since we uh, you know, Cat Tiller and 21 Savages. Um, albums, there really hasn't been like a big name artist who has come out and dropped something.
0: I oh, say like my... Ty Dollar sign, I guess. Yeah, Plus, sign. especially because all the features he had. Yeah, that's
1: true. But I think like we don't more than like two or three weeks without something like crazy coming out.
2: People just haven't seemed to be in the studio as much lately. I don't know, yeah. if that obviously, COVID related, maybe or. Or what? People are kind of hanging low mm-hmm.
1: so. Well, I think that's enough for music. There really isn't a whole lot going on in the world. Uh, so to kind of jump right into sports, we'll talk about something that relates to all of us. But Marquette men's and women's basketball said that they will not be allowing fans to the end of 2020. Um which really sucks is I was gonna go to every single Marquette men's basketball game that there was. I was gonna get season tickets and all that. What are you a a a girl freshman? <laughs> yeah, for real. No, I'm not, I ain't gone to a game since probably freshman year, and I don't I never really plan to. Um, so that doesn't affect me at all. Um, but still, it's kind of big news. I probably would have gone to women's basketball games.
0: I mean, when I go home, I know Marquette plays UCLA, so. Maybe if that's open, I might go. But other than that, yeah. Are you sad about that at all?
2: I mean, in the terms of do I wish things were normal, we could go to games, yeah. But it makes sense not to have fans right now. I mean, yeah, that's a good call.
1: I don't know. I think also just watching, like I probably I usually watch most Marquette games. And you watch and you just don't see fans going crazy or like hear like the crowd in the background. I think it's, uh, I think it would be-
2: Impacted more than professional with
1: that. So, Pac-12 is back this week. Talk about college football at all a little bit. um Wisconsin is now. They said they were going to be taking a little bit of a break. They had like twenty-something cases on their team, which is crazy because like they were one of the last programs to come back. Um, but the Pac-12 is going to be back this week for football. Uh, you know, you got powerhouses like Oregon and just other big-time Pac-12 schools, Stanford. Um, that'll be back in action. So. I think that would be exciting. I think this college football season has been a little bit crazy. But, uh, Jay, are you happy about Pac-12 coming back?
0: I mean, like, you know, I grew up in, well, kind of, not really grew up, but, you know, from the L.A. area. So UCLA, USC are cool. But, you know, they didn't accept me to their college. So, like, I kind of have a little bit of beef with them. But I low-key do know, like, a few people that go to the schools there and, like, play there. So then it's like, oh, you know, like, they're cool. But I mean yeah, I'm excited. You know, USC's supposed to be pretty good this year. I think they're ranked number twenty, Oregon's number twelve. is always, you know, overrated. They're never actually good. I think they um, are in a lot of sports. You say what? I think they're overrated in a lot of sports. Yeah, they're I mean, I feel like they could be so good. I think it's because they're sponsored by Under Armour. <laughs> Nike or Jordan. Even
2: yeah. if- he is.
0: But like I don't know, I just feel like Under Armour's kind of lame, like to be sponsored by in college. Like
2: not for football, but any other sport,
0: yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. Wisconsin is Wisconsin's Under Under Armour too. I
2: don't know it's crazy.
1: Wisconsin's yeah, actually good. Did yeah. you just get that uh, that big baller brand. Oh, <laughs> that just fell
0: off the face of the earth. To be honest, you were talking about that so much. Yeah, yeah. that was. Like, especially living out there, it was kind of a big deal. Like, I go to LA Fitness and see people wearing their gear, and I was just like, bro, I really dropped $100 on that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> hey, $400 basketball shoes.
1: Yeah. I think the most I've ever paid for a pair of basketball shoes is actually it's $400. I bought some, like, the Kobe uh, 9 Elite gold ones with that,
0: because um, they were, like, so super cool, but I'm not buying a big of brand. I mean, unless my dad had like some custom shoes or something. I mean, maybe I'd spend four hundred dollars on those, but custom
2: shoes, get a pair. Yeah,
0: if they were like I couldn't get them anymore, you know, like something like that. But like that's the only thing I'd spend it on. But four hundred dollars, bro, it's like, you know, it's kind of a lot of money. I'd rather buy a PS Five. You know, since new Xbox. Yeah, you get the Xbox or the PS Five. Xbox.
2: No, I I got nothing against. PlayStation Five, and if I was starting from ground zero, that's probably what I'd do. All my friends got Xbox though, so I'm not gonna, you know.
0: Yeah. I haven't even thought about buying it yet, to be honest. But we'll see what happens. I don't know if I will for a while.
2: There's a new cheaper Xbox though. It's kind of nice. I think it's two ninety nine or three ninety nine, a couple hundred dollars cheaper.
1: Oh, I didn't know about that.
2: Yeah, it's only uh, it's uh, only digital. So there's no spot for DVD. Or like a, a disc, which I can't tell you last time about a, a hard version of a game. So, all
0: right, before we get into the NBA, Gil, who's your uh pick to win the college football playoff?
2: Um, I, don't, I haven't been following that closely. Probably, well, if Trevor Lawrence is healthy, I will Clemson.
0: Who do you think they play? Uh, state?
2: I'm a little worried about the state of the Big Ten. Probably Alabama. Yeah, Wisconsin's having a meeting today to discuss canceling their season. I know, or maybe tomorrow it is a meeting. With twenty-seven players had COVID.
0: I think the Big Ten's rules on COVID are pretty stupid. Like they got to sit out. Like, like one person gets it, then it's pretty much everybody has it. Yeah,
2: I mean, football teams are just so close knit. So I mean.
0: Yeah, that's why I wasn't like even excited for the NFL or football. Like, I've talked about this before, yeah. because there's so many, so much staff, and then so many players in football, and it's like there's no way all of those people's all of those pe- people are gonna, you know, like follow the p- proper precautions to not get COVID. And then you know. it's
2: easier for like NFL players because they all have like their own place to go back to, and a lot of them have enough money to pay for equipment and nutrition needs and you know where college students are so you know half of them are living in dorms with each other probably so I mean think about just marquette alone how much it's spiked it's harder on college campuses
0: tell me about it uh but yeah so nba they are talking about starting the season in like a month and a half december 22nd i don't know if we'll see it i kind of want to see christmas day games because i really like christmas games They don't do without Christmas games. kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, talking about the 76ers, a lot of talks. They want James Harden. I mean, who wouldn't want James Harden? But 76ers want James Harden. And if they get him, what do they have to give up? And are they a championship team?
2: I
1: think they – I don't think if they're getting James Harden, I don't think there's any way they keep Ben Simmons.
0: Yeah. I think that's – I think Houston would be stupid to make that trade though.
2: Yeah, there won't. There's I think there's less than a five percent chance they get a pardon
0: for almost anyone. Ben Simmons on the same team. <laughs> oh my gosh. It'd be so bad. I think I might take them over Stephen Clay in the backcourt shooting wise. Uh right. they'd be so bad on two K. Actually they actually gotta be good on two K. Because Ben Simmons is good in two K. That's crazy. Only Place he is good.
1: He is so good. T- I love playing with Ben Simmons in two K.
2: It's only team Quinn can beat me with consistently.
1: Um, but do you guys think if you have like a harden, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Josh Richardson,
0: Team, you that beats like teams in the East? Not beating the Nets. Might not beat the Bucks.
2: Uh we team that's really gonna beat the Nets are themselves. Yeah, exactly. Um I mean, like a team like the Sixers or Bucks, like could could be definitely could beat them. They're good teams, but um, Kyrie and KD at their peak, you could argue two top
1: players. You know, let's talk about Giannis. There's been a lot of talk about him in the news right now, uh, with potentially leaving Milwaukee. He said time and time again that he isn't leaving Milwaukee, but um, there's been some uh, some talk going around that he might be. Interested in maybe going to Miami. Um, what do you guys think is the best possible location for Giannis to be, to win a championship?
0: Well, I'd probably keep him in the East. I've seen that they talked about him going to Dallas or Toronto as well. I don't really know about Toronto. Just because, like, I mean, they'd have to get rid of, like, Siakam and then, like, Giannis and Kyle Lowry. Eh. I mean, i so I think, I think, I think, huh? think that would be a great duo. I mean, i still think the... I don't know. I don't know if they, they're not beating the Heat. They wouldn't beat... I don't think they beat the Celtics. I don't know why. But, I mean, they have a good thing, like what they're doing in Toronto. Like They have a good... They're well coached. They have a good team. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just don't see it. I think he has a better chance with the Heat. Assuming that the Heat don't have to... You know, they they have everybody up for... You know, grabs except for probably Jimmy Butler and Bam. As long as they keep either Duncan or Tyler, they probably they probably have to get rid of Tyler.
2: I don't think there's a realistic trade in the NBA
0: that the Bucks would accept for Giannis. For Giannis. Yeah. unless it was on some like freaking OKC Clippers type of trade, they get.
2: I don't even think they would
0: do it for four firsts. So you don't. So you don't think there's any chance Giannis leaves?
2: Um, I think there's, like, a 99% chance he stays. The only way he does leave is under his own power. The Bucks will not trade him. There's no way. I mean, what it, he's arguably, like, the most valuable, like, in terms of um, how much he's worth right now because of his age, back-to-back MVP, most valuable player.
1: And he's 26.
2: Yeah. So, like, that's what I, that's what I mean. Like, if you, you go up AD and LeBron, I mean, then you take it, <laughs> but... Like, there's no. Dang, guess I'd be a Bucks fan, baby. <laughs> yeah, you would be, huh? would be crazy. Drop them Lakers so quick.
0: Yeah, of course, man.
1: I'll drop any team for LeBron. It don't matter. You so up. You'll drop any
0: team for LeBron. It don't matter. Yeah, you know, LeBron's my favorite player. So would Cowboys, Cowboys. The Cowboys?
2: Yeah, tight end. Wait, what? You know, they always be saying LeBron should play the NFL. Oh, up, play for the
0: Cowboys. <laughs> Yeah, you play for the Cowboys. I don't think so. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. yeah. That's your true loyalty, then.
0: Wow. DJ, you jelly be up the bench, I'll man. never change football teams. Like, ever. I don't think. And I don't think I'll ever change baseball teams, but I don't really follow baseball as much as I used to.
2: As soon as the Yankees win that World Series, you will be.
0: Oh, of course. I'm going to talk my stuff. Come on now. You, yeah. you guys know me better than that. Well, I
2: know who I'm talking to.
0: Yeah. But. I don't know, yeah. LeBron, fan. when he retires, I'll figure it out. But until then, you know. I think,
2: you're, I, I think Quinn and I talked about this. The year LeBron retires, that draft, you got to pick a new kid. That's your guy now. You can't be jumping from team to team. You got to pick a new kid.
1: I'll give him a chance to pick a team. I'll, I'll let him pick a team. I'll let him pick the Lakers, because that's pretty strong. Or the Clippers. I'll pick, pick
0: him. the Lakers. I think I'll stay a Lakers fan. Because, like... When I like growing up, you know, I, I was always like a really big Kobe fan, but I wasn't just, you know, a Lakers fan. And then I've lived in the LA area, so I've seen plenty of Lakers games, been to Lakers games. Well, so, well, if good an argument to actually like, like a team, it would probably be the Lakers or the Bucks, since like that's the places I live. What's wrong with the Clippers? Oh, uh, I did like the Clippers. There you oh, got that Clippers
2: jersey.
0: Yeah, you want to see it? <laughs> Yeah, that was only for, like, two years, though, when they were good. But They're good now? Yeah, but LeBron's in L.A. now, so it's LeBron. Come on, bro. I forgot that part. But other than Giannis, there's some uh, big-name players that, I mean, they're not free agents, but they've been talks and trades. So, you know, we got Bradley Beal, Drew Holiday, Chris Paul, and Oladipo. So, let's start with Bradley Beal. He's probably the best player in that list. Uh I mean I don't think the Wizards should get rid of him but there's been a lot of talks of Bradley Beal going to the Warriors. Oh my gosh. I would like to see. The Warriors have a like they have their the second pick and then they can trade I and mean, maybe another pick another time and Andrew Wiggins. Like they have assets to get another, you know, all-star almost. Yeah.
1: They need to give up Wiggins.
0: He's a bum.
1: He's such a bum. I hate that dude. He's so garbage. So, That's I don't
0: how it I think, feels, huh? Beal,
1: I think, yeah. That's I think if the Warriors feel? got Bradley Beal, I don't think they stepped foot in the paint. I think they're shooting all three pointers.
2: Have they ever uh, stepped foot in the paint?
1: Yeah. Back, you know, like, uh, yeah, with JaVale. Yeah. He was averaging like 30. <laughs> I mean, McGee, not JaVale McGee. David Lee's a little bit older, but I mean, he was kind of, he was. he was okay.
2: Really? He was David Lee.
1: <laughs> David Lee, bro. He's not, he wasn't that bad. He really wasn't. Okay.
2: Um, and they got rid of him and they started winning.
1: Yeah, I mean, dream on. no, I'm not even um, No, but I think Bradley Beal, I don't think he's leaving. I think he's going to stay in Washington. I think they're going to give him, him and John Wall, a shot together, like one, maybe two years, and then he'll be on his way. But he's too good to stay in a bum Washington organization. Um. But for Drew Holiday, I think Drew's going to be dealt somewhere. I think CB3 is going to be dealt somewhere. Um, I don't know about Depot though. That's a oh, toss-up. True Holiday
0: should go.
2: Depot said he's True uh, Holiday. Yeah.
1: I don't know how we should go. Maybe the Bucks. I think the Bucks would really use them.
0: Um, They're trying to get all three of those, all four of those guys. Like, they've...
2: Not CP3. No? No, they, they haven't had talks to CP3 at all. That was just made up. And CP3 said he wants New York or uh, L.A.
0: Oh, I saw some today, but maybe it was fake news. But uh, anyway, majority of those guys have been talked to about going to the Bucks possibly. And yeah. I know Drew Holiday and I think Oladipo, the possibility to the Nets. And then I've heard Oladipo to the Heat, possibly. Oladipo on the Heat, I think it would be good. Yeah. They-
2: Oladipo wants to stay in Indiana if they'll give him the max that he can. Um, he wants a long contract and something heavy. So if they, if if Indy wants to keep him, then he'll stay. Um, but other than that, yeah, he could be dealt.
0: Did you see them give my boy Oladipo 82 and 2K? So oh gone. I don't trust 2K. Yeah, we could really get
2: into the 2K ratings,
0: we could spend a whole episode talking about 2K ratings and bringing him down. Yeah. Okay. But out of those four players, mm-hmm. like I mean, I guess you'd want to have probably Bradley Beal. I don't um, think Bradley you know, Beal and Drew Holiday are the two most underrated players in the league.
2: I think Drew Holiday would be the perfect fit for the Bucks. Yeah, um, the whole lot last... should definitely try. Like you really that's good. watched Bucks playoff games with me knows that I complain that we don't have any grinders. We don't have any dogs. You know, you, Jimmy Butler is a great example, obviously, and it's yeah. rare to find those type of players that just have that next level, sort of like Pat Beverly or Draymond, like you maybe don't like them if they're not on your team, but it's rare to find someone that has that much like underdog spirit in them. And it's a star. And I think Jimmy Butler obviously is probably the biggest name in that category. Um But Drew Holiday is right up there too. So I think he could really help.
0: So that's who you want as a bookstore.
2: Yeah, that'd be my, I I would, yeah, over CP3 and Bradley Beal. Uh, not over Bradley Beal, but he's, that's not. What do you
0: give up for him? Like, what do you think the Bucks have to do to get
2: him? Um, I don't know. It depends, like, probably probably Bledsoe for sure, but I I don't know if the Pelicans would even want him. What, I mean, what good would Bledsoe do? He'd play behind, like, with Lonzo. Bledsoe's maybe a little better than Lonzo right now, but why would you – you wouldn't sit Lonzo. For Bledsoe, I don't think would you? I mean, no, and I'd still probably start Lonzo, yeah. right? Exactly, <laughs> especially if you're a young team. If you're, if maybe you're, you know, making a title yeah. run or
0: something, you'd want the older guy. But I think it's got to be like one of those three team trades. Yeah, where Bledsoe goes somewhere else, and then where Thank Bledsoe you. goes, Go yeah, yeah. Everything I've seen about the Bucks is Divincenzo and Bledsoe talks. Like yeah. those are the. Two. I don't Bethlehem. want to think about Divincenzo. I mean, I know I'm a Tim Rose fan, but
1: Divincenzo is such a good young dude. And the Bucks are a very veteran team, other than like Shinzo. I mean,
2: Tom, they're not. They're um, still pretty young. Bucks. I mean, Giannis is what 26. Middleton, I think, is 28. I mean, they're not. They're not old. Yeah. He's um, like, like a long, young prospect, dude. Yeah. You can, oh. Sure. If we can keep Giannis, Middleton, Brooke, and George Hill, then I'm happy with getting a star, like a third player. I think those guys are the most important to our team, so.
0: Would you trade Middleton to get Bradley Beal?
2: Uh, yeah, I would. I okay. think it's think oh, wow. fits it, the Bucks better. I do, but now we've had two years as, like, the top team, and we haven't even really put up much of a fight. Um,
0: yeah, 2019. You know, if we
2: take Bradley Beal, we might not be the one seed, which, whatever, but when it's, you know. Game seven, you big, you know, Jan's so, getting triple. Have
0: tuned. and Bradley Beal to be more clutched than like Chris Middleton, or so, make a big again, shot out there. What'd you, you say? You you'd have more trust in Bradley Beal making a big shot over Middleton.
2: Um, actually, I like Middleton hitting that last shot, but I have more trust in Bradley Beal showing up night in and night out to like just go in those like you know when you're watching when we watch the Jazz Nuggets series. Like, he just had, like, faith that Donovan Mitchell is going to come out here and drop 45 tonight. You know, same with Jamal Murray. I, I've never had that in Chris Middleton. And I would argue that Middleton is the same skill level as, like, Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray. Maybe even a step above them. But uh, he doesn't have, like, that that, like that dagger. That
0: yeah. kind of it factor.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know how to describe it. Like, he's hit game-winning shots, so that's not it. Yeah, he's a great player. But... He's no emotion, as I said.
1: Yeah, like he yeah. like yeah, he does his job. He gets it done, but and he plays pretty good defense. But yeah. like the game on the line, and he needs to get a bucket. He's not the type of guy that's going to be like, do whatever it takes to yeah. win the game.
2: It's not that I don't think he doesn't have like the skill set to do it. I think he's a good player. He can play good defense. He's a good shooter. But he just, I don't know. I don't. Know, I don't know how to describe it.
0: Sometimes he disappears.
2: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: good when, when he's needed. Yeah. But then he has games where he kind of looks like he should be an all-star. I mean, yeah, he is an all-star, but he has games where he looks like he should be an all-star, and then he has games. It's just like, oh, this is a dude. You give him, what, like $36 million, too? Like, are
2: you yeah, serious? I agree. It's I think I think he would be a great number three on a contending team yeah. where he's not the focal point and he can just hit shots, play, you know, sort of like a glorified 3 and D wing player. Yeah.
0: Okay. So me and Quinn had this debate like a couple weeks ago. We're not gonna debate like the top ten. What I'm trying to ask today is like, who is your number ten? Because I think the top nine are pretty. Like I feel like it's a lot of like what people think.
2: For what? Ten what?
0: Top ten players in the league.
2: Basketball players.
0: Yeah. So first we have, uh, well, no order, no order, no order. So you got, this is like the top nine, and me and Quinn had the same top nine. So you got LeBron, Giannis, KD, Kawhi, uh, Steph, Luka, Harden, Lillard. Who, who am I missing?
2: Oh, well, Anthony
0: Davis. Yeah. That's the nine. And I think that's, you know, I've seen a lot of people, like, I've talked to a lot of people about their top ten. And those nine are always in their top you have ten.
2: Harden in there?
0: yeah. Okay, so if you look at those people, who, like, who's number ten?
2: Well, let's think. So who's out of that list? You have, like, I'm just Jimmy Butler, like, Joel Embiid, Jokic,
0: Tatum. Uh, you know, you got Booker. I guess Jamal Murray, OK, Gobert. I think it's Embiid. Robert? not a chance. He's in Drawing, my top five. You know, a lot of people like Gobert. I mean, you still got Kyrie. I mean, I don't know I really like Russ, but Russ is kind of falling off.
2: Kyrie, I think. I think number ten should be Kyrie, but I'm not sure it will be. That
1: in theory, in like prime time Kyrie yeah. with the cat, he's my number ten. It's, but my number ten right now is of Jimmy Butler, just because of the run he went on.
2: I think it's Joel Embiid. I don't think Embiid's been given a good enough chance to really. I think he can be an MVP candidate under the right system i'm not sure garyl Mori with the rockets is that system or doc rivers but
0: interesting mix
2: because the, a lot of those doc has had a lot of like um especially Mori too It's sort of like gunners like high scoring high tempo and that's not the 76ers they're a big team slow it down play good defense sort of wear you out which I think is where Embiid's great because he's probably the um, most offensively talented center right now in the league. I mean, Cat's there too, but so yeah, I think it can be Embiid.
0: Before the playoffs, I'd probably put Paul George there just based off because he had a MVP-caliber se- caliber season last year with OKC, and he came like third. But I'm going with Tatum as my number 10. I know he's, like, he's only, like, 22, bro, but he's, he's different, bro. What do you like, think about He, he might he's not be top 10 to now. He might, like, to other people, he might not be top 10 now, but no doubt in my mind is he going to be, he might be the best player in the league in a couple years. Like, five years, bro. Like, when he hits, like, 27, 28, best player in the league. Okay.
2: Luka Doncic die or something? What I I die? Bro. Huh? Yeah. Well,
1: yeah. Luka and Giannis just. Job yeah. off his... Get
0: saying, or... Five six years, bro. Anything can happen.
2: True, they could die? Yeah. I
0: mean Tatum. I mean I think Tatum, Tatum's not better than Luca because Luke is better offensively, but I take Tatum defensively over Luca. But oh, Tatum's six eight.
2: <laughs> I mean,
0: sure, is Luka not six eight. <laughs> Lucas like six four. What? Yeah, I mean, no, he's he Luka's is, like 6'8". Like is he not? I'm pretty sure Lucas six eight, <laughs> Bro, what? Oh, yeah, I think he was like 6'6". Six, six. Bro, I thought Luca was like 6'8", dog. He plays guard for the Mavs. Yeah, I know, but he's not short, bro. Oh, he's not he's not short. Six, six, six. Lucas six 6'7", bro. What? Yeah. Like, yeah, he's tall. Yeah, Gross, Grossberg or something?
1: <laughs> I didn't know he was that tall.
0: Yeah, bro. Yeah, Lucas, has got some height on him. I did not realize that.
2: That's why he'd be dunking in 2K all the time.
1: Yeah, bro, he you got bounced. Um, but Packers, Bears, 49ers, Texans, Eagles, all said they have COVID cases. Um, so we'll see how that impacts teams. But uh, one question I want to ask you guys, um, because it was a big topic last week, was should the Buccaneers be concerned about almost
0: losing to the Giants? No. The Giants have a top-10 defense. So I'm not, you know, they should have lost that game, to be honest. Giants are underrated. I mean, they're they're not a good team, but no, their defense, like their defense, is good. Yeah, and a good like receiving core, including their tight end. They lost their best player. It's it's tough. Yeah, when it's not just your best player, but it's also who you,
2: as a coaching staff, spent an entire twelve months planning your team around and planning your game plan. And so when you lose them, like, I mean, look at teams that have you know lost their their quarterbacks or running backs. I mean, they're not. Even close to a shell of what they were.
0: Yeah, like I mean, his offensive line played well that game too. I just think yeah. Daniel Jones. I think he's probably another year before. He's he see to
2: stop turning the ball over. He makes yeah. good plays, but then he also kicks himself in the foot. So
0: yeah, they're deep. Even the Washington's defense is good, but their quarterback and their offensive line is just—it's not—it's not it. I think
2: if Saquon was healthy this year. Giants have a, a legit shot at winning the uh, East the way it's going out, you know.
0: Slow down, Boko, Slow down,
2: like, <laughs> Mister.
0: It <I'd, Please. laughs> definitely, they'd definitely be a lot at least like a three-win team. No, they'd be more than that. I don't know, bro. It they're still playing record against record. good teams. Uh, like you know, their own division, still, huh?
2: Six of their games are not good.
0: Yeah, but I'm saying like right now, they. Yeah. Still probably be like a three-win team. Like oh, now, yeah. they go eight and eight.
2: I thought you meant this whole season three-win. No, 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 yeah, yeah, three-win teams. With Saquon,
0: they probably like maybe go eight and eight.
2: Okay, yeah, which I would win the East this year. So exactly.
0: yeah, but uh, I don't know. I like Saquon, so kind of sucks he's out. Yeah. yeah, they have three like very talented receivers, and then Evan Ingram's a pretty, Great. Good. yeah. Evan Ingram's pretty much a wide receiver, but he plays tight end. Yeah. Um,
1: I think I think the the Buccaneers have a little bit of what to worry about. Not because I'm not taking anything away um, from the success that the Giants had, but that was Daniel Jones' best game of the season. He threw for 250 yards and had what almost was a game-winning drive or a game-tying drive, and that's coming against what's supposed to be one of the best defenses in the league. You let you the, the Giants put up 23 points on you, which I mean isn't a lot, but when you look at the team, like the uh, the teams and how better the B- Buccaneers are, I mean the the Giants have put up they put up 21 points to the Eagles, nine points against the Rams, nine points against the Niners, like you look, I mean it's ten points more, but
2: um, right. the Niners are just as good, if not arguably better defense than the Buccaneers.
1: Yeah, I'm just saying that I don't know. I think that. If, that many points. um, So I think there's a little bit to worry about. I don't think it's like anything to be like crazy, like panicking, but. um, I I mean, the Buccaneers have been great all year. They've been really good as of late, so I was surprised that that game was as close as it was. Uh, But I think there's I think they got to regroup a little bit and uh, next question. Uh, Do you guys think that DK Metcalf is the next Megatron? There's a lot of comparisons going out. Stephen A thinks that DK is the next Megatron.
0: Um where do you guys think think he stands in his future? Um, I really like DK, but nobody's gonna be Megatron. It's like yeah, DK's like faster and like I mean Megatron was six five, DK's like six four. Mm-hmm. Not really much of a difference. But I mean I'm definitely taking Calvin Johnson. I mean so would other people. But I'd probably compare Dk and a more to like a to,
2: Andre
0: Johnson. Yeah, it's like Andre Johnson. Yeah, yeah but I'm like a four two Andre Johnson. Sure. Yeah, but no, I I think I think Calvin Johnson's much more unique. I I mean, you know, Dk is only his second year, so I mean, maybe
2: The jump balls like uh,
0: he's Calvin. not. Like, I they showed a Calvin Johnson highlight the other day, and this dude is mossing the entire league. Yeah. Like triple coverage, bro. Just give me the head. Like, what do you do
2: You're Ready little. For, definitely a little premature.
0: Yeah, say, the
2: next. Calvin, I, I get the resemblance, and someday he very well could be. Like, I'm I think yeah. he's definitely elite and he's trending in the right direction. But yeah, uh, Calvin Johnson's right there.
1: DK's body reminds me of like mine. <laughs> Well I was gonna say that, but also like LeBron is because he's like so fast and so like so big, so strong. Um but like yeah, I mean he's a receiver, so those are obviously great attributes to have, but it kind of reminds me of of LeBron a little bit. Just like his sheer size and strength and jumping ability. Uh and he's a dog too. He's a he's a he's a dog for sure. So I I think he could I don't think he. I don't think he'll ever be Megatron, but I think he would. He was. He was benching. I think it was fifty pounds by
0: age five. five. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I got the bar, and then like that's two ridiculous. and a half on the side. You're benching that at five years old. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Like you can't like
0: teach that. You're just born that way. You're born just that's genetics. Absolutely. Yeah. Um. Like a lot of stuff on Twitter. Especially that I live with a Washington fan. That some people are trying to say that Terry McLaurin is better than DK. And like, don't get me wrong, Terry's a good receiver. Yeah. But no chance in in hell is he better than DK right now. Mm-hmm. I just want to know what you guys think.
2: I agree with that. I think Terry's a nice young receiver, but yeah. I mean, it's it, that's no yeah, that's no jab at him.
0: That's just. So what if, what if right. what if Terry played for Seattle with a good quarterback? He's still taking DK. Yeah. Okay. I mean their I mean, their I mean it'd be like their numbers.
2: Terry may have better numbers than DK. He doesn't. But no, I know if he was at Seattle.
0: Oh, I don't know. I feel like even though DK has a better quarterback, like McLaurin's really the only option to throw yeah. on the red. That's a blessing and a curse. But, like, he's the only option to throw to. And then when you think about DK, he has Tyler Lockett. Yeah. Who Carson. is Carson. Pretty good, you know, receiver. And then he also has, like, Greg Olson at tight end. Mm-hmm. So he has much better weapons, and he's still pro- producing more. So yeah,
1: to look at, like, uh,
0: potential, too.
1: Like, I think DK has the potential to be incredible. I like, think he has the potential to be super, super good.
0: Well, Larry Fitzgerald said that. Terry McLaurin could be one of the best. Yeah, I think Terry McLaurin definitely
2: has that potential as well. Yeah, I think he's, good. he's just in Washington, so people don't know about him.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I picked him up on Fantasy last year and went crazy.
2: Yeah. So. There you but,
0: go. Uh, we're talking about the receivers. I wanted to propose this question this week. Gil, I want to hear from you first. Top NFL receivers right now.
2: Right now? Like, as of, as of today?
0: 8 p.m.,
2: Central time. So Michael Thomas isn't in the list then, or would he still be in it? He's not in my list because he's hurt. It has it'd, be like, it'd be like this week. Like What am I looking at then?
0: Yeah, just top five right now.
2: Um, Number. F- well, I got.
0: I mean, you can put it in order. You don't have to. I'm going to put mine in order, though.
2: Yeah. No, I, don't um, I think five is Calvin Ridley. Okay. Four is DK. Three is Julio. Two is Devontae Adams. And one is DeAndre Hopkins.
0: Okay. When?
1: Um, my number five is is um, Tyreek Hill. I know People always say he's overrated, but I think he's uh, he's really really good. Um, he's my number. My number five. For my number four, um, I have DK Metcalf number four. And three, I have Julio Jones. To
0: Devontae Adams and number one, DeAndre Hopkins. For me, I still think Julio is the best receiver in the league. Even though, like, Hopkins has more. Mm -hmm. Even right now, I'm still taking Julio over anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, But Hopkins is two. Devontae Adams is three. Normally, I'd have my comments at three or four. Him or Devontae Adams could go back and forth but since he's, you know hasn't played since week one, I can't put him in this list. And then um, I was going to have Tyreek Hill at four, but I think I'd rather have DK than Tyreek Hill because, I mean, they, from what I've seen, they're just as fast. And, like, Tyreek Hill's main thing is they do can run. Be- so I'm going to take DK at four and put Tyreek Hill at five. But I got some honorable mentions of some other receivers that we didn't show love to. So people like Mike Evans, but he's not having a, the greatest. I think
2: Mike Evans like, is healthy. I think he can be number four or five easily. I think he would. He would be.
0: Um, he hasn't got. He's got a lot of touchdowns, but he doesn't have a lot of yards. But, I mean, his weapons are kind of crazy on that team. So I mean, it's kind of you know. And then Keenan Allen. I think Keenan Allen's really underrated. Mm. I think he's a dog. He's like a quarterback. Yeah. I think it's been – I don't think he's going to ha- – I think he's going to have a crazy year next year with Herbert. I or maybe a crazy, crazy second year. half. Yeah.
2: yeah.
0: Like once they get their you know, connection,
2: mm-hmm.
0: they work out during the offseason, I think they're going to be really good together. And then he's also got Mike Williams on that team. who's really good. Yeah. yeah he's a receiver too. Um, yeah, obviously I said Mike Thomas. I still really love Odell. I know I, I think he's good, but I think Odell—he's just like a playmaker.
2: He just—he's on a team that runs first, and yeah, that's not necessarily a bad thing. But they're super run heavy, especially with um, when they have Chubb and Mixon, and then pair that with another great receiver in Landry. They just don't—they just don't throw the ball that much.
0: He don't have chemistry with. Um, I don't think him and Baker have good chemistry.
2: No, I I think. Eli and Odell did because each of them just went to work, did their job, had yeah. that respect, yeah, you know, like
1: reliability too. Before Saquon, like Eli relied on Odell to win yeah. games, yeah. yeah. And they Definitely. don't have that in Cleveland.
0: I think you did. You say Mixon? <laughs> you mean Chubb and Hunt? Me? Yeah, you said Mixon. No, I didn't. Did I? Yeah.
2: Chubb and Hunt. Oh, I meant Chubb. That's fine. I know what you meant. Okay.
0: He's the other orange team. <laughs> yeah, in <laughs> the same state. They do have pretty good uh, running backs. And then I also had Stefan Diggs. I don't know if you guys dislike Stefan Diggs because he played for the Vikings. <laughs> but, I, uh, I think he's like seven yards, but I think Diggs is a really good receiver. What kind of locket? Lockett. I'd have him. Like, yeah, he's good, but he's not. Up ten. Like I just think ten receivers right now.
2: Tyler Lockett reminds me of like um like when Jordy Nelson was on the Packers.
0: Okay.
2: Really, really good for that system.
0: Yeah.
2: When it's third and ten, like Wilson will go to Lockett. Why wouldn't you? You know, he's gonna catch the ball. But if he were to leave and go to another system, like sure he'd still be good, but I don't know if he'd be what he is. Who do you guys think the
0: greatest receiver of all time is? That's not your question. Jey Rice? yeah, Quinn. Jey Rice, I agree. I, I, I'd honestly take Randy Moss. I'm big, but I'm a big. Randy writer. Moss could be most, maybe most talented. I guess. Yeah, I guess that's. You know, I don't know. The greatest, talented. You know, it always comes into arguments nowadays. But I'd take Randy Moss for sure. Well,
1: should we get the picks this week?
0: Yeah, let's let's go. I had a bad week, but whatever. Yeah, you did. It's all evened up now. 46 and 24 across the board. I mean, like, we tied up, but we low-key still got a few picks wrong together.
1: Yeah, yeah we did. I think I was. I was not for this
0: week. You were. I think I like Not a good look. We're, for we're not going
2: to have any help pick getting his picks this week, though.
0: Oh, uh, okay. Well, I mean, he writes them down before he comes. Have, not right here. Yeah. This guy, man. It's crazy. Crazy, Gil.
1: Um, starting off tonight, Green Bay, 49ers. We got
2: taken. Go back. Go if, back. If, uh, I'll say the 49ers had any running backs healthy, uh, like, or you just had their full team, I think they would wipe the Packers. I don't even think it'd be close. Yeah. Unless we could score with them. But we have the worst run defense in the NFL, and that was obvious last week.
0: Mm. I agree. Um, next uh, game, Mostert not playing, huh?
2: Is Mostert not playing? Mostert's been on IR for two weeks. Uh, yeah Jay Michael Hasty their starter. Oh, Tevin er, McKinnon will play a little bit, but he's kind of still coming off injury. Um, Tevin Coleman went back out, Mostert's out.
1: Um, next game, we got Broncos
0: Falcons. Uh, I'm taking Atlanta on this one.
2: Um, where's it at? Jay, you go.
0: Uh, I'm taking the Falcons. Right, I think Denver got lucky last week. Yeah, I'll take the Falcons too. Mm, that's the way we well, kicked first. That's crazy. Um, Seattle, Buffalo.
2: Seattle.
0: I uh, Seattle. Yeah. I don't believe in Buffalo. Yeah, they almost lost the Jets. oh they were six points from the Jets a couple weeks ago. Yeah, they kicked all field goals too.
1: Yeah. Bears, Titans. All right. I- Titans
0: i going to get freaking stiff-armed by Derrick Henry. Could <laughs> <laughs> you imagine that? If they run into each other, it might be a freaking earthquake, bro. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> uh, Ravens,
1: Colts. I'm taking Baltimore.
0: Ravens have been really disappointing. Yeah. But I think... defense. I think Lamar's been seeing everybody cooking. So I think he's gonna have a good game. And I'm taking Baltimore.
1: Panthers, Chiefs. 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 They're yeah. ten and a half point favorites.
2: That's, uh, that's high. Especially if CMC comes I that must be without C M C.
0: Oh uh, no, he is playing this week.
2: I know, but I don't he's still on the IR as of right
0: now. Oh, uh, because they said if they gave him two more days last week and they played Thursday, he could have played. Well yeah,
2: I I know, but they still haven't confirmed that he's playing yet.
0: Um Lions Vikings. I'm taking Minnesota. They showed me something last week. I think they're last week. I'm gonna have to go on Minnesota too.
2: Um, yeah, Matt Stafford's out, so Minnesota.
0: Uh, NFC East battle, Giants, R- Washington Football Team. I got the Giants. Where's it at? Landover, FedEx Field, Washington.
2: Uh, I go Redskins.
0: Whoa, whoa! Whoa!
2: Whoa! Washington football team.
1: I'm taking the. Yeah, I'll bleep that out. I got the Giants in on this
2: one. Yeah, bleep that out.
1: Yeah. Um. Oh, you got it,
0: my bad. My bad. That's so what you quit.
1: Uh, Houston, Jacksonville. I'm, taking, I'm taking. Jacksonville. I no, Houston. No, I'm taking Houston.
2: Sorry. He's not keep that pick. No,
0: awesome. Uh, Gardner
2: Minshew's still out, right? Uh yes, sure. I,
1: I because Houston's a seven point favorite.
2: Seven points. They've proven have not proven to anyone they should be a seven point favorite this year.
1: Yeah.
2: Um where is it? The okay. game? Um don't
1: check. It's in it's in Jacksonville.
2: Now I'll go Houston. I'll
0: Texans as well. Jay, what Texans? Did you you guys didn't hear me when I said it the first time? <laughs> oh yeah, I said Houston as soon as he said it. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, Texans for right? sure. Um, Raiders, Chargers, Raiders, I have Raiders. Uh, Chargers. I changed my mind. I don't know about this one. Like, the Raiders are kind of good. Yeah, I'm high on the Raiders,
2: but I'm Some high
0: on the Chargers. Stuff. But the Chargers are the Falcons part, too. Blowing yeah. all- and stuff. All and, right. Uh, I'm going to just take the Chargers because Quinn's been picking the same thing as me every time. So I'm going to go Chargers.
2: Oh, I'm the one picking the same thing as you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Raiders could easily win that game and they could blow them out. But Chargers have a good run defense, and that's really what the Raiders do. So, Justin Herbert has a good day, like he has been. Unless they blow another lead, it should be Chargers.
1: Spread yeah. is even right now. What, what is it? It's even. Um, Steelers, Cowboys. Steelers. Steelers. I'm
0: going to go okay. – no, I'm not playing. Uh, Steelers by, like, 30. Miami, Arizona. Card Cardinals. Where is it at? Arizona.
2: Um, yeah, Arizona. I have Arizona, too.
1: Um, Saints, Buccaneers. It's a pretty good game. I'm taking the Saints.
0: Go Bucks.
2: Um, it's in Tampa, right? Yep. I'm going to go Buccaneers. All right, all
1: right, all right. Uh, and then, last one, Monday night, Patriots. Upset
0: Jets. alert!
2: Is this in New York? Yep. Yeah. No. Argo
0: That's. I can't pick the Jets.
2: Pick the Jets, Jets aren't Jets are as bad as people would keep.
0: Hey, now I'm for Sam Darnold. Austin, him, yeah. so I'm not going to pick against Cam because I like him. But if, like, that Jared Stidham dude was that quarterback, i definitely pick the Jets this week. I but... agree. Yeah. Since I believe in Cam and I have faith in him, I'm going with the Patriots. Patriots have a good defense,
2: so yeah. it's that. And Jets got rid of Avery Williams. But as soon as they play a non-threatening team, I think they can pull it out. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, you know, the best team in the league, the Eagles, got to buy this week. So it's kind of tough. But it's it's tough
2: you guys don't have to lose this week.
0: Exactly. I mean, we won two in a row, bro. What you talking about?
2: Oh, yeah. How many wins those two teams have? Uh, three. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, at least in my column, it doesn't say L1. You know, like someone else's team, I know.
2: That's the dumbest argument you could have made.
0: <laughs> nah, bro. Yeah, okay. We good, bro. We out here. Big chilling. Go Birds. Yeah, yeah. You guys better win tonight, because I'm on your ass if you guys lose tonight.
2: Yeah okay, I'll just tell you. It's, I'm focusing on basketball
0: season or something. True. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. You can't say that though. It's not going on. You got to say like, I'm focusing on. Okay, on the Jordan. Masters
2: coming up. Yeah. Huh? Focusing on the Masters coming up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh well, uh, man, I wasn't even excited for football. You know? Just yeah. hit me with that, I know but. you're capping hard. No, I'm I'm dead ass. <laughs> no, you're not. Ooh. i was not that excited for football season all
1: right well we are well over time you know we weren't on, on live today anyway but uh hopefully next week maybe we'll be back in the studio we'll see but Gil,
0: we appreciate you being our star guest today
2: thanks for having me
0: first guest how's it feel real quick just real quick like two two words it doesn't have to be two words. It can be something else.
2: I was say it's been a pleasure. It was a good time. done chatting with you guys. Now we get to uh, put our daily conversations onto the air. So
0: yes, sir. With that being said, you know we're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, all that good stuff. Make sure you guys uh, go follow, subscribe, all that good stuff. Check uh, it out. Yeah. Check out Quinn's uh, podcast on Spotify. Levels of Change. And, you know, Jay to the Rose on YouTube. Go subscribe. I'm back.
1: Back He's back in the grind now.
0: But, yeah, without further ado, man. Hey, see you all next week.